3: We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin.
2: And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to The Herd Podcast.
4: Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go, hour number two. Two on a Tuesday, live in Los Angeles It's the Herd, wherever you may be, however you may be listening Thanks for making us part of your day I'm not getting a haircut for the rest of the summer I made the decision today, executive decision, wife won't like it I'm not getting a haircut So it's just breaking news, O'Banner, so not getting a haircut rest of the summer What's that all about? I don't know you know what it's about. I saw Nick Wright a week ago, and his hair was flowing. He looked very, very tan and happy, and I thought, "Hey, are you
5: gonna go with the facial hair stuff too?" I mean, nah, wife doesn't like that either. There.
4: She likes the clean corporate look, and I am pushing back against authority.
5: Well, you are a CEO, and you know the CEOs <laughs> like they have like the flowing locks. I know trying that's, to be tastemakers now and yeah, influencers yeah yeah i feel like an influencer you're gonna come up with a leather jacket tomorrow too <laughs> that's not gonna happen okay
4: yeah i don't like shopping i wear t-shirts at home so I, that's never gonna happen some people are style masters t-shirts or tank tops a nice solid t- a tasteful
5: t-shirt hanes white just plain no, no logo no insignia I'm not really a i'm not really a tank top guy that's okay. A lot of very you popular- can be. It's not that. It's not that hard. It's oh. fun to be a tank top guy.
4: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it is. <laughs> so, um, Aaron Rodgers was talking to Peter King, longtime NFL reporter, and uh, you know, just back and forth. Aaron's uh, always a good quote. I was telling somebody this last night. He was a Packer fan. Ninety percent of Aaron Rodgers I like. It's that. It's the prickly. I want to retire stuff that I got no time for. Um. <clears throat> he said, "Listen about Green Bay." It's not their fault. I needed a change. I think the change, I thought it was going to be retirement. It's not their fault. Everybody, I think it was time for everybody involved. And that is the thing here about pro athletes. These aren't wedding vows. There's no kids involved or property. In my career, I used to work at a company. 11 years, I got bored. It's nothing against anybody. And Green Bay is, let's be honest, it's weird. It's the smallest professional sports city in America Like, by like a million people. There's nobody there. There's no nightlife. There's no owner. You can't get free agents there. The fact that Aaron played for 18 years there as a California guy, a hipster, a celebrity, and dating celebrities, it's crazy. Brett Favre felt like small town America. Aaron Rodgers didn't, but he made it work. And he deserves credit for that. Aaron's always been a vibe guy. R-E-L-A-X, Ayahuasca, Darkness Retreat. He's a vibe guy, and he didn't like the vibe in Green Bay. I'll be honest with you. I kind of think the New York thing works. Ranger Games, Tony Awards, Hipster New York, it works. There's an owner there, so you got to answer to somebody. The media's tougher, you got to answer to somebody. There's a little pressure on Aaron to win big, because Stafford and Brady did when they went... Got to answer to somebody. I like it, but I'll tell you this: Favre felt like Green Bay. Aaron made it work. He never felt like Green Bay. I never thought. Nick Wright is now joining us. His hair stylist or hair decisions have changed my perception on my hair. That's the kind of mentor and influencer. Speaking of influencers, that Nick is—is is he? Do we have Nick yet? I want to hold. Oh, no, that's J Mac. That's not. Uh, we'll, we'll get him in a second here. Oh, there he is, right there. Look at that. <laughs> oh, hey. Look at you! How are you, buddy? I'm I'm doing
6: pretty well. You want me to fix it more? No, I, I, I don't. You know, I'm in. Sometimes we're in. The, sometimes we're in the studio. Today we're in a different room, so I'm a little closer to the camera, so it's a, maybe a little jarring for you. <laughs> uh, listen, I think your hair is great. I don't. I wouldn't change it. You tried changing your hair once. It was yeah. it nearly caused an international <laughs> incident. But the beard. The next time you take one of your mini, you know, 6-day vacations, why don't you just grow out the beard? Yeah. Why I think that could be a good
4: look for you. Yeah, and doesn't like that. And Ann makes all the decisions, to be honest with you. She runs the house.
6: I, I mean, you got to run something in your household, Colin. I mean, there's got to be some level the, the, of it your own face. You got to you got to be able to call some shots.
4: Uh, the blender. The blender? <laughs> yeah, I make margaritas or okay. something. That's about it in my house. And
6: I bet you can't even keep it on the counter. I bet as soon as you're done, she says, put that in the drawer where it goes. Yeah, she does. You say, yes, and sorry. All right, yeah. go ahead, as you were.
4: All right, the NFL came out with a top 100 list, uh, proving once it's again terrible. Play- <laughs> players don't watch the games. We do, and analysts do. Yeah. Uh, uh. But what I thought was funny is Lamar was punished for missing games. Dak wasn't, even though the Ravens offense essentially dried up without Lamar. And the Cowboys went four and one without sure. Dak. For some reason, again, the, the, the Cowboys games get more notoriety than Raven games. It's remarkable to me how Lamar was punished for missing five games, and Dak wasn't. That was one of my takeaways. Your thoughts on well, the list? Okay,
6: so I can we also talk about Trevor Lawrence's ranking in a moment, <laughs> but let me stay on Dak and Lamar yeah. first. Uh, the. I think the rationale would be that there is a feeling that Lamar is more injury-prone than Dak, even though I don't know that history necessarily backs that up because Dak obviously has, since Lamar's been in the league, suffered a far more significant injury when he yeah. broke his leg. Yeah. I just think maybe stylistically there's more concerns for right. uh, Lamar than for Dak. I, I also think... There is an element of it kind of shows what you value. Because I do think it's somewhat undeniable that Lamar's A plus game is flatly better than oh. Dak's A plus oh, game. Yes. But Dak is a far more consistent performer. So if you could all, if you're choosing between them, do you want the one with the high, high ceiling, but whose floor can get really touch and go at times because when Lamar's having a bad game, it feels like he can't hit the layups, or Dak whose ceiling and floor are somewhat compacted, but you're typically going to get like a nice B plus level performance. So I, I would have I would have Dak a touch higher on a quarterback rankings, but they're they're right in the same neighborhood. And if you were to guarantee me Lamar's best Then he's a top four quarterback in the league.
4: Yeah, to me, I would take Lamar because I'm not beating Mahomes with a ceiling.
6: Well, that's right. That's right. No, that's true. Yeah,
4: so I. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I mean, I think it would be different in a seven game series. I'd take Dak. But if we're talking one game, I want the ceilingless player. And I'm not beating Mahomes, Burrow, and Allen with ceilings. That's why Kirk Cousins and Dak don't have playoff wins. I'll take Lamar's flaws. There are Sundays he looks like the best player in football, not name Mahomes.
6: That's 100% correct. It's also why the Ravens you could make an argument, are the scariest team for the Chiefs in the AFC because they are the only team that if the Chiefs are playing their A game, maybe could beat the Chiefs because if the Ravens are playing, if Lamar is firing perfectly, they are such a different style of offense and such a different animal offensively to have to beat. But that list, Colin, I want to give credibility to the list. But if you think Trevor Lawrence <laughs> is the 14th best quarterback in football, then you're just not paying attention. Right, Trevor Lawrence, last year, from November on... Was number two in the league in passer rating, in touchdown interception ratio. The Jaguars went seven and two last year, despite only playing two playoff games. Had more, uh, no one other than Mahomes had more playoff touchdown passes. The guy who has been screaming his whole career, he's Peyton Manning 2.0. Got his first playoff victory. Four years earlier into his career than Peyton did, Peyton, who had three consecutive bad playoff games to start his career, Trevor had two consecutive bad playoff quarters, then executed one of the five greatest postseason comebacks ever. I think Trevor Lawrence is one of the five best quarterbacks in football. I think you can make an argument. That, he, that there's Mahomes, there's Burrow, and then in the discussion for number three that Trevor is going to plant himself there this season. I know that's probably a little rich for most people's blood. They, Jalen Hurts is right there. Obviously, people love Josh Allen and Justin Herbert. Uh... But 14th is outrageous, and I think Justin Fields one day might be good, and maybe that one day is this year, but having Justin Fields ahead of Trevor Lawrence, having those other guys on the list ahead of Trevor Lawrence is just indefensible in my opinion. Well,
4: you know, I said this uh, to start the show, I I talked about this, that players tend to love athleticism. That's why Westbrook is loved. Even LeBron thought he could make it work. They love the home run derby. They love the dunk contest. They love Zach Levine. Players tend to give athleticism, sheer athleticism. You play above the rim, players love you. Power in baseball, players love you. They don't watch PFF. They're not on the Warren Sharp analytic stuff. They're not watching Red Zone, right? So for players, they see highlights. And Justin Fields highlights, I've said this, he's a YouTube quarterback to this point, where his highlights are undeniable. But you and I, and I've said this about Mahomes for years, He's got a Michael Jordan quality. Michael scored 27 points a night, mid-range. And then three times a game, sure. it was jaw-dropping. But Michael was really yep. fundamentally brilliant. Mahomes had three throws in the Super Bowl, one run and two throws, that you were like, okay, that's, that's unbelievable. But Mahomes has but mastered... Everything else is precision. He's mastered the, the layup. precision dicing you up.
6: And so Correct. my concern 100%. with Fields is...
4: So you're, I, I don't know about Fields to this point. Do you?
6: No, you can't. Any, And I know it's become very in vogue on other networks to say he's an MVP caliber player. I'm not closing the door on that. But I have no reason to open it. There is nothing... We have seen yet to say he's going to be a great player. Now, in his defense, he had a horrific offensive line, no receiving core, the defense did him no favors. So I am, I am absolutely not saying, oh, he's not going to work out. My, my bet would be that he is in a couple years going to be generally considered a top 10 ish quarterback in this league. But everything everything past that is wish casting. Everything past that is saying, I don't care that I haven't seen it yet. Because what we've seen is he is a dynamic athlete and throws a really great deep ball. And I, don't, and I hesitate to do the black quarterback to black quarterback comparison, but in this regard it's accurate. The same was true about Robert Griffin III but he never turned into a great player. Now, he got injured, or maybe he would have, so I'm not putting a ceiling on Justin Fields, but I'm not preemptively elevating him. The other thing that I find interesting about today's top, call it eight quarterbacks in the league, Colin, other than Burrow, are all of them either B-plus or higher mobility-wise? I mean, Trevor is a great athlete. He's 6'6 and can move. Dak probably should move more. We know what a great runner Lamar is. Obviously Josh Allen. Obviously Jalen Hurts. Mahomes, it seems like in, in all of his great playoff victories, one of the biggest plays is made with his legs. It feels like the stationary, pure pocket passer... Burrow's the only one holding up the tent for that type of quarterback. And Burrow's great enough and poised enough and tough enough to make it work. But even Herbert, he doesn't run much, Colin. But at Oregon, I I know you were watching it. You're up watching West Coast football like a degenerate gambler, even though (laughs) you're not even gambling on it. You just love it. Uh, Herbert... Ran the hell out of the ball at Oregon. Yeah, and so all of these guys are dynamic athletes, it would seem, except for probably Burrow.
4: So um, Sean Payton uh, tempted the football gods. Had two injuries yesterday after he ripped another coach. I also said never, yeah. g- never uh, uh, get too tough with a guy with a shaman. Uh, Aaron Rodgers can't be messed with now. Uh, the karma's on oh. his. the karma's on his Whistle. side. Yeah. But I will say this. One of the things, I think we both like Aaron Rodgers, but there was a prickliness and a retirement droning on talk that was tedious. I liked him early. I got tired of him. But he has shown an ability to look in the mirror and go, I'm not going to do this and this anymore. And I've got to be honest, I'm falling in love with Aaron. I'm I'm like, oh, my God, I I love this guy. Have you ever had an athlete, you were highly critical of for years, and you pivoted? Because I'm watching Aaron and I'm like, oh. "This is great, Aaron."
6: Yeah. So I, so it's funny because you and I have kind of done the reverse dance on Aaron. I was one of his biggest supporters, and I've gone somewhat in the other direction. And we can talk more about him in a moment. But as far as to answer your question, I think the probably my answer is Durant. That I, I thought Durant's move to Golden State was so bad for the league and I thought his responses to it were so tone deaf and the burner accounts and all of that, I didn't like any of it. and I was highly, highly critical of him. I have now come... ...to find him to be one of my favorite guys in the league. I think the fact that he owns exactly who he is on social media is incredibly endearing. I think the fact that aside from the injuries, his sustained greatness at this stage in his career is breathtaking... And he has made some bad choices as far as trusting Kyrie to be his wingman. But those teams haven't failed because he hasn't been good enough. And so Durant's probably a guy I've come around on uh, to a degree. On Rodgers, listen, I believe both of these things are true. Since going to the Jets, Colin, Rodgers has handled everything perfectly. Bonding with teammates. Going to the offseason stuff, giving money back to make it easier for them to potentially acquire players, defending Sean Payton or defending Nathaniel Hackett against Sean Payton, and I think intentionally maybe upping the scrutiny on Sean Payton because the Broncos and Jets could both be fighting theoretically for that last wild card spot. I think all of that is smart. That doesn't change the fact that he is a soon-to-be 40-year-old quarterback yeah. behind the worst offensive line he will have played behind in a decade in a far tougher division than he was in last year, who last season was bad. And people have tried to convince themselves, oh, but he turned it on at the end of the year. No, he did not. In those final five games when they went 4-1, and one, He averaged 200 yards passing and had five total touchdowns, three interceptions. And for the third consecutive year, last year ended in Lambeau with either a Super Bowl berth on the line, a conference championship berth on the line, or a playoff berth on the line with the ball in Aaron's hands, and he didn't make the play. His final throw as a Packer is a duck to midfield in double coverage in a must-win game against the Lions. I we have no the only precedent we have for a quarterback at his age having a precipitously down season and then bouncing back is Brady, and we have a decade of evidence that Aaron is not Brady. So I can give him credit for handling everything properly but I do not think the Jets are going to be that good and I do not think Aaron is anywhere close to still a top 5 much less an
4: MVP quarterback. Wow. Good stuff today. And uh, the influencer, uh, Nick Wright, I'm going to go at yeah. least two more weeks. An influencer. We're going to two more weeks and we're going to see if this oh. thing works. <laughs> Why don't you Colin do what I said
6: last week? Why don't you just say you're not going to shave or get your hair cut until the Chiefs lose? And just see, what it, see how it goes. You get a haircut right before the season starts and then say you're not going to do it until the Chiefs lose and can't then do anything to be like, hey, I did it for the show. Yeah. You'll have a beard longer than, what's it, ZZ Top <laughs> by the time we get to the Super Bowl.
4: <laughs> Good seeing you, buddy. We'll talk soon. See you, Colin. Nick Bye. Wright, first things first. Yeah. J-Mac, you're very clean cut, by the way. You've got a very contemporary look where you have a little ra- <laughs> <Temporary> razor <look. laughs> stubble and short hair. I, very... I
5: just was thinking, like, should I make some some Jets thing? Well, Nothing, you, shame, give it, you don't have my a head.
4: single NFL take for this season that's wow. Like Carolina, to me, I may pick to win their division. That's Bro, a wow. I said New
5: Orleans has a great shot at the number one seed in the they're, NFC. They're favored to win the division on over under. I said number one seed ahead of Philly and San Fran. That's not a hot take.
4: That's no, that's a All wild. Right,
5: wait, what's your hottest take? Well, Carolina can win their division. People <laughs> think they're going to be a lottery team. <laughs> that's that, that's silly. They're not going to be good. I guess that qualifies as hot then. Yeah, well, Carolina is going to win. Green their division. Bay winning eleven games. No, 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 no. I don't think they're going to be good. But I, they're the one team I would not bet on over or under. You seem very confident they're an under.
4: Well, I, I, I think the numbers right. I think they're in the six and a half win territory. I think that six, seven. I I, 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 I just I, think I, their schedule. They didn't get the breaks they thought because when Atlanta and Carolina are go either way games, which they probably
5: are, and they're both on the road. Well, they look go either way now in August, but once the first two weeks, we're gonna have an idea of like maybe maybe Jordan Love is good. I don't know. I personally don't think oh, he's you know what be
4: happened good? two days ago. Somebody I trust in gambling. Okay. Loves the Falcons over.
5: Yeah, they're they're uh, sorry. Your your guys a little late to the party. It was eight like last month. Now it's eight and a half. What's the date? August first today. Yeah. What's the date? August first. Late. The season didn't start for five weeks. The over unders have been out for like six weeks. Oh, I can't bet them tomorrow. You could, but you're not getting the best number. Remember, you know, I gave them out uh, last month. You did.
4: I was. I was. It was one of my strongest takes. Atlanta's a disaster. Now you flipped on them, just like the Giants and Vikings last season. It's not flipping if the season hasn't started. I fill space every July. I'm just filling airtime. You get very political out. You're like a
5: politician. You're a
4: governor right now, just
5: flip-flopping on issues. Hey, I feel this way one day. The next day, I'm... Hey, July,
4: new rule. Doesn't count. No opinions count in July. We're just trying to fill hours. No, I mean, June's NBA playoffs, August football. New rule on the show. Anything said in July cannot be held against me. It just doesn't count.
5: I kind of like that rule. That's yeah. not bad. Any column Wait, for a columnist. did you just come up with that? Yeah, or? that's
4: a new rule. July, you can't count opinions. We're all just filling space. It's like if you're a columnist and you don't have a major league baseball team. Any column in July, just tell your editor, doesn't count. I'm just trying to fill space. I, in June, I got NBA stuff. I got the draft. I got the playoffs. Those are
5: strong, strident positions. So I've, starting today is when the NFL opinions count. That's right. Today forward, okay. <laughs> everything counts. So we should do our seven playoff teams in each conference today. Tomorrow, tomorrow. Tomorrow.
4: You want to do it? Yeah, let's do it.
5: And it will count. The rest Officially of the Officially official. Last 30 days. Well, I mean, just, listen, we've seen injuries here in the last week. Naeem Hines is not a small injury. It's so special teams. Uh, third down back. Like, that's that's a tough one for Buffalo. And then Hamler. Tim Patrick. Those are
4: – Denver's not the same offense this morning. It's not the same team. Now, they, they that's – you can't lose two productive receivers and say, same team. No, you're not. And we forgot Cortland Sutton. He's still really, really good. Mm-hmm. He's better than Judy. He has been, yes. One yeah. more herd. The herd streams twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week, within the iHeartRadio app. Search Herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like.
2: The big take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the US and Europe.
3: You can listen to the Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: The utterly inspired all-electric EQE sedan from Mercedes-Benz. Hundreds of customizable comfort settings inside the camera. Learn more at mbusa.com slash J J-Mac with the news. No,
5: no, no, no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Trevor Lawrence, let's start with him in our number two. He had a good second season after a wishy-washy rookie year. Can we yeah. say that? Uh did win a playoff game, which was nice. Um, he now has a big new weapon in Calvin Ridley, fresh from the suspension. Ridley was pretty good. Oh, I think he's going to be one of the great additions of the year. I think Calvin Ridley is going to have a huge year. Yeah. Well, now Christian Kirk, I guess, slides to the two. He believes that Trevor Lawrence is ready for a monster leap.
0: The light switches on. Everything is just so quick. The way he's able to go through his reads and developing that, I think that's a big thing is, you know, maybe last year not being able to get to his third progression, now he's able to get to that. And that's a big thing of, you know, what we do. And he's working through a lot of things that the defense has shown. The defense has done a great job of, you know, mixing up coverages and, you know, making sure that he's staying on his toes. And uh, I think he's doing a great job right now leading as a vocal leader. Um, but I think most importantly, just his progression and how he's able to, get through each read. They open with the Colts. That
5: should be a layup, right? Well, there's no layups. I think um, nobody's
4: seen Anthony Richardson play, and so Jacksonville's sitting there thinking, we got to go on the road for a team that's given us trouble through the years. We have no idea what their offense looks like. What if it's ball control? What mm-hmm. if Anthony Davis, Possible. Anthony Richardson has 12 carries? Well, we
5: don't even know if he's starting. It could be Michigan. Oh, he'll start.
4: You, I, th- I would... I I mean so. what if what if Jonathan Taylor has 16 carries their defensive line interior's not I don't think great and then Anthony Richardson has 12 13 carries they rush for 272 yards and Trevor Lawrence sits on the sideline Yeah remember in, Indy's not good but they don't know they're not good yet that first
5: month the first four weeks, bad teams don't know they're bad, so they play their tail off. I mean, Shane Steichen, we like him as an offensive guy. And, listen, I know it's silly to I'll say. I'll that's one of the
4: upsets of week one. I love the Jags. We that's one of the pata- to take
5: divisional dogs. The, the two
4: games to keep your eye on in week one, Jacksonville going to Shane Steichen in Indy, nobody knows what that offense is going to look like. Yeah. The other one to keep your eye on. Steelers Niners? No. Philadelphia Eagles. Who do they have? Go look at the Philadelphia Eagles. No Shane Steichen. No Shane Steichen. Uh, Breaking in new running backs. O-line a year older. i I go. not ready to get
5: in front of that train this year. Just, just,
4: uh, I forget. I I looked at it this morning. I forget who it was, Alex, back there. The Eagles' first game, I thought, could change the whole narrative of the season. Because we both know last year the Eagles got a series of bad quarterbacks. Right? Like, they faced just a well, gauntlet faced, of,
5: I remember they were crushing the Lions in the opener by, like, 20. And then Jared, Jared Goff with the fourth-quarter magic, and it was, like, a three-point game at the end. Um, but there's the Eagle, going to be a massive upset in Week 1. There always is. Like, like, there's always a... Oh, wait, the Steelers beating the
4: Niners is, with Brock Purdy is not a massive upset. Okay. okay the Jags losing to the Colts well, is the, a the big wow. problem
5: there is the Jags face Kansas City the in Week 2. Yeah, so not the following... So, the
4: upset alert... For Shane Steichen, Anthony Richardson,
5: Jonathan Taylor, and nobody knows what this offense is going to look like. Jacksonville's going in there blind. And also, they have the weird back-to-back London games. I think this is the first time that's ever happened. Two weeks in a row, uh, they face Atlanta and then Buffalo, which won't be fun. But they face the Colts twice in the first six weeks. Uh, you know that division's terrible. I don't. I don't know. We'll see. You. You seem to love the Jags. I. I don't know. I just remember three and seven last year. Kind of barely snuck into the playoffs.
4: Well, do you walk out of bed or you zip, zip, hip, hip, hooray? I am a
5: morning guy. Okay. That's they're not sure. a
4: morning team. They got up to it. They were a slow start. <laughs> <laughs> find, find
5: out who the Eagles
4: play in week one. Okay. Oh, Eagles okay. will smoke the Patriots. Oh, no. In New England, Ooh. against the best defensive coach of all time, Shane Steichen is gone. Jalen Hurts gets off. You know, all of a sudden, you're like, okay, it's a little... Mac Jones has a new OC. They're developing uh, new offensive weapons. They've got Juju Smith now. Side
5: wager? Come on. No, yeah, no, no. I'll, I'll give you the new points. New England shocking
4: the Eagles in Foxborough. Colts beating the Jags. Those are wow moments. Folks, we're going to have a wow in week one. We're going to have a shocker. It is August, so this is
5: official. This is yeah, the this, this, official. It's
4: August 1st today, so this counts. Wow. Previous 30 day's shows were nonsense nothing just, just
5: remember hurts will show up with that briefcase like clark kent and then turn into <laughs> superman when the game starts all right next story bryce young you love talking about the panthers qb he's gotten a lot of praise since his first appearance at otas carolina brought in von bell this season someone who played with another young qb and joe burrow and von bell sees a lot of similarities between the two first overall picks
0: Man, it's pretty much the same. Um, they they just want to prove themselves at first, and um, let their play do the talking. Uh, then they go ease into the leadership role and whatnot. So they just trying to get their feet down, just really go out there and show the guys who they are, and um, just showing up every day to work, just trying to be a pro. And um, but they're very similar, man. they they're phenomenal talents for sure.
4: Bone Bell's a good player. He he just compared Bryce Young to Joe Burrow,
5: like. Well, Bryce Young's pretty good player. Okay. I don't have much to offer. Like, Bryce, at least he's not wearing a huge helmet. First of all, a month ago, you were making fun of his helmet. I was. He's not wearing it now. I like him, but there's just not. Go look at that offense. It's like he's throwing an Adam Thielen. It's like a potpourri of average at wide receiver. That's just not going to cut it. Now, I do like Reich as as well as you. The defense has some pieces in place. Front seven's pretty good. Need to keep J.C. Horn healthy. Brian Burns is a nice. No, player. They,
4: they have some interesting corners. They couldn't stay healthy. Yeah, they'll be plucky next year.
5: Can I, can I go there? Eight-win team. Wow. All right. Final story. Stick it in the NFC. Dan Campbell. Oh, yes. You love his sound bites. Uh Dan Campbell said he would love to have a real live lion with the team. Now Campbell says he'll still, he's still up for it, but the NFL said no to a lion.
3: I would say that Sheila was she had no problem with it, but the league apparently frowns on uh, this type of Roger thing. Roger John no Flush. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna point out Roger on this. I'm just gonna say that the, the league frowns on that. Let's just say that. Okay. It'd be yeah. nice though to have a
1: line sitting behind Jack Fox being like, you better you better punt that <laughs> <laughs> It
5: does add a little, little scare tactic. It does. You guys gotta play It's for the a little job extra motivation. College football has a lot of like mascots on the field. Buffalo,
4: Ralphie the buffalo. Yeah, you
5: can contain a buffalo. You can't control a lion.
4: That's right. Unless he's
5: sedated or something. But then it's not a lion. He's not roaring. Yeah. And what's a lion going to do when 70,000 fans in a stadium are freaking out? out? Yeah, you can't have a lion on the... Come on, Dan. Listen, Dan Campbell's thinking about lions. He's not thinking about playoffs. As much as we love this team. No, no. Didn't make the playoffs last year.
4: No, we, the people have gone nuts. They're going to get blown out by Kansas City in week one. Everybody's going to bring it back. Reality in. check, and then there's some value on them going forward. That's right. You're talking like a gambler. Let the suckers buy into Detroit early. I'm telling you right now, this comment counts. New England oh upsets the Eagles. Potentially, i got to do more deep diving on it. And the Colts
5: shock the Jags.
2: Whoa.
5: The Colts, would that would not be a shocker. Divisional dogs in week one, historically, are a great bet. But... We need, like, you have this weird affinity for Mac Jones. It is strange. And because I always think it's all about me, I wonder if it's a personal affront to me, a Jets fan, that you love Rowe Jones, um, who, who has just not been a good quarterback. That's a, those are the facts. Go look at the numbers. He's a Tier 4 guy or tier, late Tier 3 guy, according to Sando and in, in The Athletic. And I just don't know why you like Mac Jones.
4: Well, I thought his rookie year, one-year college starter was pretty impressive. And then the organization literally put up a brick wall in his growth. And now he's going to year three where we're going to see... Listen, they literally made a decision in camp. We're choosing Mac over Cam Newton. So, like, people said, this kid's got something. And then he delivered with no number one receiver. No number one tight end. Then, coaching staffs sometimes hurt players. Brick wall, Matt Patricia. And now we get... We're gonna get. We're gonna go back Matt to the Patricia rookie year. Was
5: a rocket scientist back in his day, like okay. legitimate rocket scientist. Okay. By the way, Matt Jones was throwing to Devonta Smith and I think Waddle at Alabama. Like maybe those guys helped him look good. They're already like superstar receivers. Yeah,
4: Elon Musk is brilliant, and now he turned this little blue cute app <laughs> into some like weirdo. I've been ex- waiting.
5: I've been waiting for it this. It doesn't
4: bother me, but it's like on my phone, yeah, on a- my apps, the blue bird stuck out x looks like uber looks like the athletic i don't like the black x i don't care but i'm not going to it as much because i it but there was a brand
5: the bird was a brand well you think you think like x-rated and like it just doesn't look yeah i don't
4: care but i did notice this morning
5: i just don't go to social media i saw one of these brand guys says that just simply changing the logo and the name and all that has cost them like between like four and eighteen billion dollars, or some insane number. They, they like he's killing. He's literally killing the Twitter brand. Yeah. X just. I don't know. It's not keeping me up at night. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope
4: not. J Mac with the news. Well, that's the news.
0: And thanks for stopping by.
4: The Herd Line News. Be sure to catch live editions of the Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, nine a.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio FS1 and the iHeartRadio app.
6: Hey gang, this is Jay Glazer, host of Unbreakable, a mental health podcast, and each week we try to help turn our mental health issues into mental wealth, and we dive in with everyone from the world of sports and entertainment like Sean McVeigh, Lindsey Vaughn, Michael Phelps, David Spade, Guy Fieri, and also those who can help us in between the ears. Anyone from a therapist to someone like Ed Milette or John Gordon. So each week, listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer, a mental health podcast on iHeartRadio app.
4: So when I first went to ESPN, I got a reputation as a college football guy, and then I kind of moved away from the sport, and people said, why don't you talk college football? And I said, because it's become regional. My uh, loyalty has always been to the business. If a sport becomes regional, baseball I used to talk about 15 years ago, it's too regional. People don't watch any team outside of their region, uh, except maybe occasionally the Yankees. Uh, and college football got very Southern. I think this is going to be a huge year in college football. It's the first year in maybe 15 years where I think seven teams could play for the national championship and potentially win. LSU, Georgia, Bama, Clemson, Ohio State, Michigan, USC. Uh, maybe it's eight. Texas, I think, is in that class. Uh, Texas has a pretty workable schedule. We had Sark on yesterday. But the best player in college football, and it's not particularly close because he's a quarterback, is Caleb Williams at USC. The hype machine has already started, which is a bit unfair, but that's life. And I've always said, if a college athlete can't handle criticism and praise, they, they're not going to be a star at the next level. So Lincoln Riley was talking about Caleb Williams and the, the comps to Patrick Mahomes, uh, who played in a conference that, You know, Lincoln Riley knows well. And here's what Lincoln Riley had to say. He said, Listen, I have to remind people that Caleb Williams didn't play his senior year of high school and only played half the year his first year at Oklahoma. So obviously, Pat Mahomes is the best quarterback in the world, and that's a flattering comp. But Caleb's got a long way to go to get to that. Caleb Williams uh, himself talked about the comparisons and said, you know, they are flattering. He goes, Mahomes has been the best guy in the league since he got into the league. He's been playing at the highest level. I just say respect. The man's got two Super Bowls under his belt, and I, got, I don't even have one national championship. I just classify it as respect the comps. I've been working my butt off, my tail off to try and be the best. Um, it's the perfect storm of hype. You have a high-profile college coach. You have a high-profile position quarterback. You have an athletic, dynamic star quarterback in a quarterback sport. And then you have a high-profile program with like six or seven or eight national titles, whatever it is at USC. And a system, by the way, that wins the Heisman. Lincoln-Riley system. So it it is the perfect storm that he is going to be the most talked-about prospect since John Elway and probably the best prospect since John Elway. Uh, Andrew Luck was good, but he played at Stanford, uh, which is not a high-profile football program. And he wasn't as dynamic. Andrew wasn't nearly as dynamic as Caleb Williams is athletically. Trevor Lawrence was great, but Clemson isn't USC's brand. Don't let anybody kid you. And the other thing is, generally, Joe Burrow is junior year. Nobody talked about him. Kyler Murray's junior year was the first year he'd started. Uh, Baker Mayfield's junior year, nobody thought he was a great prospect, right? So this is just, people are now going to pick apart Caleb Williams. This is the way the game works. I remember when Andrew Luck came out, and I've, anybody that listened to my show knows, I had said after Andrew Luck's sophomore year, I said, there's the number one pick, Uh if he comes out now, late—that's the number one pick. He was. I said it with Trevor Lawrence after he beat Bama as a freshman. I said that's the number one pick in two years. Don't listen to any draft analyst. It's over. Trevor Lawrence is the number one pick. Andrew Luck. So Caleb's the number one pick, barring some injury. It's it's that anybody that says anything else, nobody's even. It's 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 a lock. Luck was a lock. Elway was a lock. Uh, Trevor Lawrence was a lock. The position, the talent. He's not a perfect player. Two things. You know, I'm taller than him, and I'm six one and a half. So he's about six and a you six six You'd like him to be an inch or two taller. It's not the end of the world. He's not tiny. He's thick when you're around him. He looks like a pro athlete. Second thing is, he can be a little moody on the field, in games, great kid, but he's young. He's like a 21-year-old guy. And I've been a couple times in games, he kind of gets discouraged, he gets upset with himself. He'll work his way out of that. I don't have a problem with emotion, but some of it's just, he's young. He's just a kid. So uh, people are going to pick him apart, but this is really... Uh, This is John Elway. Now, Elway wasn't around in sports talk radio. Cable TV didn't have all these debate shows. So it it was just a different, you know, there were columns on John Elway. But I can remember Elway being the prodigy. There was a Yankee connection. He played baseball. It was Stanford. His family was a football family. Uh, Elway was that, you know, a year out, everybody knew. And Elway didn't even have a Stanford wasn't very good. I mean, I I don't even know what the number was. I think his last year at Stanford, they won like seven, eight games, maybe seven and five, something like that. So uh, I I think the kid is, I think the comps for Mahomes are reasonable. Uh, I think they're both, uh, they run well, but aren't running quarterbacks. They do some arm angle stuff, both super accurate. And one of the things Caleb Williams does really well, he makes all the simple throws, the layup stuff. We get all caught up on the fantastic. Cam Newton could be fantastic. He missed too many easy ones. Johnny Manziel could be fantastic for a play. He missed too many easy ones. Zach Wilson of the Jets is a classic example. Justin Fields. The great ones hit the layups. Uh, Mahomes, every open receiver he hits. Caleb is really good on the easy stuff. And then about four times a game, maybe five, you're like, holy, what did I just watch? That's a very much a Mahomes... Uh, trick or, or pedigree, sort of. That Mahomes, he's only spectacular about three times a game. Now, Caleb, because he's going against college guys, is spectacular about five, six times a game. But they just do the easy stuff, and it's just they don't miss layups. They just don't miss them. So we tend to you know, glom on and be so attracted to the spectacular. That's just part of it. Like if quarterback is one through ten, the eight, nine, ten is part of it. But you got to do the one through six. That's where Mahomes is magic. Elway, by the way, his senior year went five and six, I've just been told. So I thought it was seven. Nope, it was five and six. All right, Jay mac I'm all fired up. Albert Breer is joining us next hour, uh, NFL stuff. And Bruce Feldman on Jim Harbaugh has been suspended for four games. I don't know what you can do in 2023 that's considered a violation in college football. You could literally walk up to a player and say, hey, I got a thousand bucks for you from a booster, and that is totally legal. So if that's legal, I don't care if the coach bought you a hamburger at Ziggy's down the street off campus. I don't know
5: what Jim Harbaugh did to get a four-game suspension. I don't know what's illegal. You can pay players. I think it's one of those, he's a big name, let's make an example out of him. There's got to be games. something. Yeah, there's probably, you know, they got to give him a speeding ticket, and they're going to blow it up big so everybody, just so you know, we can still punish. Look at Harbaugh, he got four games. It doesn't make sense. I read the stories, it doesn't make what, sense. What, what, what are the big violations? Apparently he misled or lied to the NCAA when they came in to investigate. I mean, when, are they, when is college football going to break away from the NCAA? They don't need them it's just it, maybe you lie guitar. or did he just uh, it's avoid? it's unclear if he forgot he may have or avoided lied or the,
4: misled you can avoid the truth and not lie yeah I, I,
5: you get on things. the stand you forget a lot of stuff
4: <laughs> you've seen a mafia movie before come on i forget a lot of stuff all yeah. the time all right hour three show us flying by it's in la the herd
1: I'm Diosa and I'm Mala. We're the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast.